oh Lord we praise you high and lifted up I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help my help coming from the Lord who made heaven and earth he will not suffer that means permit your foot to be moved he that keepeth Israel neither slumbers nor sleep I was glad when they said unto me let us go into the house of the Lord. Bless His name. We've come to lift up Jesus. We've come to praise Yahweh. We've come to praise Jesus. He is the author. He is the finisher. He is the Alpha, the Omega, El Shaddai, El Elyon, El Roy, Seah, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus is Lord to the glory of God. He's Lord. He's Lord. He's Lord of heaven and earth. He's Lord of hell. He's Lord of Mount Zion. He's Lord. He's Lord. Jesus. Lord and because he's Lord we have the victory because he's Lord we can face tomorrow because he's Lord no weapon formed against you shall prosper Jesus 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 is Lord. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. Hallelujah. May be seated. We'll have a reading of scripture and then prayer. Amen. Please turn your Bibles to the book of Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4. And this is what the word of God says. Therefore, I, I'm sorry, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherein you are called, with all lowliness and meekness and long-suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit even as you are called in one hope 
of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. One God and Father of all, who is above all, and through all, and in you all. We shall continue in Ephesians, beginning at the seventh verse. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore, he said, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Now that he ascended, what is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth. He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Our next scripture is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Verse 11 through 13. When I was a child... I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see through a glass darkly. But when then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even as also I am known. And now about its faith, hope, charity, these three, but the greatest of these is charity. May the Lord add a blessing to your hearing of the word.
Hallelujah. Say Hosanna. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. We greet you in the matchless, miraculous, exalted name of our Christ. And we want to commend you for being here this morning. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. Truly God is an awesome God. And we thank the Lord from whom all blessings flow. He woke us up this morning and started us on our way. Praise his name. I want to thank all the teachers, all the classes. I understand they were packed. God bless you. Continue to pray. God is an awesome, awesome God. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, we uh, want to extend to all of you, by grace, that Jesus is in total control. Uh, Post-Christian era, Satan has seduced this world, the church, and God's people. They are seduced. Amen. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power. And uh, we are just thankful, again, from whom all blessings flow. Pray for your pastor. Amen. And uh, I'll pray for you. We love you. And those who have lost loved ones, just keep looking up. And Amen. Know that God is a God of comfort. Won't he comfort you? He'll reassure you. He'll come alongside of you. He'll wrap his arms around you. God is a God of comfort. And we're praying for every family in this church that God would comfort you. Amen. And bring a peace that passes all understanding. Amen. So we want to just give over to you all things. Praise God. Now this offering time. And God loves a cheerful giver. We want you to give liberally. Bless the Lord with your gifts and offerings. God will bless you. Choir will come. And I'm going to ask Tanya and uh, Alina to come up momentarily. Church, say amen.
Tanya, will you come up? Alina? I put it all in his hands. Let's stand for victory. All things come with the good Lord. All things come of the good and of thine own as we Amen. You may be seated. Tanya. Thank you, baby. Good morning. I just want to give honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and also to our wonderful pastor. I'm not going to be before you long. I just came to highlight three things, three important things. The first is that our pastor taught last week on spiritual gifts. All of you should have received your flyer when you came in today. And pastor just basically wants all of us to serve the Lord and to serve and use your gifts. You can see the gifts on the screen. So we're asking that if you're not serving, we want you to start today. If you are serving, we want you to be encouraged. We want you to keep going for the Lord. But if you're not serving, we have a card in the back of the pew that we would like you to complete. And once you complete the card, please give it to an usher and we'll make sure to contact you. The areas that we're highlighting this morning are outreach, nursery, choir. We have college and education and career education. The ushers, the youth ministry, the children's ministry, the audio-visual ministry, the hospitality ministry, and congregational care guardian angels. If you have any questions about any of these ministries, you can contact me directly at our church at extension 2278. The second thing is that youth night, we are bringing it back. So if you have children, youth grades 7 to 12, we would like you to pre-register. You can scan the QR code on your screen, or you can contact us on Facebook, of course. And again, you can call the church and ask to speak to me directly. Again, that's Friday, October the 6th. And we need all of you to get involved and send your kids and your grandkids out. And then lastly, we are taking the youth to the National College Fair on October the 14th. It will be at the Philadelphia Convention Center. So if you're interested in sending your youth, we have registration forms available in the main lobby at the youth kiosk. And then again, you can contact me at St. Matthew's extension 2278. So please don't sit on your gift. Use them today. Thank you. Faithful. 
Hallelujah. Glory to his name. Father, in the name of Jesus, sanctify us and let your word go forth with power. Convict convincingly be converted. Thank you for your lordship. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Correct connection. Correct connection. One's connections are critically connected to one's cause, one's comprehension, and one's commitment. And uh, when we look at this matter of the body, Summa, that in the body, believers have a new nature and an old nature that are in conflict continually. And the fact of the matter is, is that we ought not be connected to the flesh. Sarks. The flesh has this flesh nature does not obey the word of God. It's not subject to the word of God. And you're not a sinner because of what you do. You're a sinner because of what you are. We were born in sin, David said, shaping in iniquity. So we should not be connected to this flesh, nor our fun or feelings, but spiritually to our faith. Your faith in Jesus Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit gives us a freedom in fruit bearing. And one of the things that we dealt with here in 1 Corinthians 12 is the fact that Paul is writing this church, this carnal church at Corinth who were saved and gifted, but they used the gifts for their own reasons. And Paul is mildly rebuking them. And as we look at 1 Corinthians 12, what we see in Romans 4 and Ephesians 4, Romans 12, is that there's one Lord, Ephesians 4, one faith, one baptism. They have different ministries, different administrations, amen, different uh, mindsets as far as functionality is concerned that we are unified, but we are diversified. And the concept is that God is sovereign in who he gives. Everyone that's saved is gifted with at least one spiritual gift. Amen? Some have multiple gifts. The gifts are endowments and enablements to edify the body of Christ. The gift is not yours. It belongs to God. Through the power of the Holy Spirit. Are you with me? Yes. And, and what Paul is preaching is the necessity for these gifts to function properly in order for the body of Christ to be edified. Now the, the summa, the body, has the flesh, the sarks, and the spirit, pneumaticos, pneuma, breath, all functioning Together. 
Are you with me? And we are unified in Christ like that ant colony, but we are diversified. Amen. And God is sovereign that uh, everything God does has purpose. There's a plan. There's a power connected with it. Are you with me? So one of the things that we dealt with last week before I get into the next chapter, the chapter of love, is that Paul lets us know that we see a problem with these aborted gifts. The problem is competition, self-centeredness, and even use it to make, using them to make money. Yeah. So Paul first deals with the weak source, the weak source, say weak source. That's how we've been influenced. Let me stop Paul's apart. You can't live like the world Monday through Saturday and come in here and get a dose on Sunday. Can I get a witness? There, there is a weak source of amen, Satan, listen, Amen. Taking us and seducing us. Amen. And influencing us. I can't, I can't watch everything on TV. I can't watch every movie and I can't listen to all kind of language and all kind of despicable stuff that's not of the Spirit and expect God the Holy Spirit to bear fruit. We talked about the connect. We talked about three things last week. The calling, which is without repentance, that means God didn't make a mistake. He called you. Turning your name and say He called you. And the gifts are Amen. And the gifts are without repentance, meaning God didn't change His mind. Do I have a witness? So, so one of the things that we need to understand is that God is unified, Amen. And then God diversifies, and God is sovereign. So because of our being influenced by this evil, wicked world, yeah, we have a weakness as a source. We're weak in our ministry, we're weak in our marriages, we're weak in our mindsets because of the weak source. Turn to your neighbor and say, I've been influenced. It's a weak source, but then there's a wounded source. That's our historical stuff. We keep belching it up. Defiance, denial, anger. Can I get a witness? It prevents us from utilizing the spiritual gifts, the pneumaticos that God has given us. God wants us to break away from these seductions. And it's not easy. It's not easy because them seductions have been in you all your life. Can I get a witness? And there's not only the weak and the wounded, but there's the weary sauce. Amen. Well, we're just tired. Tired of trying when we ought to be trusting. So, so what Paul does, Paul shows us the problems which... People that use these gifts, amen, to impress, to show off, to be the center of attention, to sell, 
what God has given them freely, amen, are out of the will of God. Do I have a witness? Amen. And so, and so one of the things that, that we see is this matter of the problem. The problem is not because you don't have the spirit. The problem is that the spirit don't have you. The problem is in John 15, uh, Jesus said, I am the true vine, meaning there's other vines. Can I get a witness? And it involves a cleanup in order to bear fruit. And the fruit that's dragging in the ground, God raises it up. God may have to raise you up before you can bear fruit. Can I get a witness? And, and, and so that's the problem. The problem is these carnal Corinthians were misusing their gifts. They wanted to be the center of attention. They wanted to be braggadocious. They wanted to be prideful. And, and then the people they were teaching instruction, instructing, they called theirs. This is my class. These are my people. Oh, I'm preaching now. That's a problem. How we use our gifts. Keeping in mind that it's all by grace. God doesn't need you or me. God is sovereign. Can I get a witness? And when you think that the gifts are operating because of your dexterity, you're out of the will of God. Amen. And so he deals with the problem, but then he deals with the placement. God places in us sovereignly gifts, different gifts. Do I have a witness? Because you don't have the gift that someone else has. And Paul says, how can the foot say to the hand, I don't need you? He's using the sumos, the body. Amen. How can the head say to the hand, I don't need you? There, there are upfront gifts and there are hidden gifts. And the hidden gifts are more important than the upfront gifts. The heart, the kidneys, and the liver are hidden, but you can't live without them. Do I have a witness? That little insignificant person in the back that never says anything has probably a more powerful gift than what you have. Do I have a witness? So the fact of the matter is he, he begins to not only deal with the problem but the placement. And God places in us these gifts to edify his body. How do you know when you're edifying the body? First of all, people praise God because of you. Second of all, people are growing in truth. Can I get a witness? Third, people are, listen, people are identifying their needs. Through your gifts. Do I have a witness? And so one of the things about this placement is that God placed in you the ability long time ago. It just was not activated. And when you look at Peter and Paul, Peter's ministry was to the Jews. Paul's ministry was to the Gentiles. Are y'all with me? And God had to rebuke Peter because Peter... Listen, in, in, in Acts chapter 10, Peter had a dream, remember that, where a sheep was laid out, and God says, kill and eat, and he said, no, I've never eaten anything common or unclean, so God sent a Gentile to him, 
so that he could help him. Paul, in chapter 11 of Romans, in chapter 10 of Romans, Paul was saying, I wish I could go to hell for my people, the Jews. It wasn't God's will for you to go to hell. It was God's will for you to go to Gentiles. Can I get a witness? So when we get stuck in gear, the Spirit of God gets us out of the stuck. Say out of the stuck. Gifts. Spiritual gifts. Pneumaticos. These gifts are in us. And the reason God uses the gifts is not only to edify other Christians, but to also accumulate your rewards for the future. Do I have a witness? Everybody in here has at least one spiritual gift. Some of you are multi-gifted. Praise the Lord. And that's why church folk ought to come to church. They can't be edified on a couch. They can be edified through the classes we give. Can I get a witness? Forsake not the gathering of yourselves together. Now there are some that can't make it. We understand that. But the church, the, 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 the ecclesia, is God's people coming for worship and receiving gifted instruction on how they ought to live. Do I have a witness? Are y'all with me this morning? So God shows us the problem with Corinth. Carnal, self-centered, prideful, causation led to their connection, which led to their certain comprehension. Amen. And, and the fact of the matter is, is that when we share what God has given us, others benefit. Amen. Amen. God, God didn't, God didn't meant for, mean for you to benefit. Right. It's that others would benefit. Amen. Do I have a witness? Yeah. Amen. And, and, and so when we look at this matter of the problem, what is the problem? First of all, everybody is not getting off of the posterity part of the anatomy. Let me, let me, let, let, let Pastor be plain to you. And I love you. I love you. I love you so much I'll kill a dead alligator over you. I love you. Fact of the matter is, is that we are selfish, self-centered, and all we want to do is sit and judge others. Yeah. Salvation was the gift of God through Jesus. You need to be saved. Sanctification comes through the Holy Spirit. His job is to glorify Jesus. His job is to guide you, direct you. His job is to grow you up. His job is to guard you. Yeah, his job, his job is to help you see Jesus in a different way. Can I get a witness? The operation in Romans 4 and 5, as Abraham believed God, God reckoned it to his account. And once we believe that Jesus died for our sins, was buried, and rose again, our, our account has been reckoned. Amen. We are saved from the uttermost to the guttermost. We're not saved because we're good. We're saved because he's gracious. For by grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God lest any man should boast. Amen? 
So salvation is God's gift of Jesus. Amen. Sanctification is the Holy Spirit. On the inside, the pneumaticos, pneuma, breath, breathing into us, the breath of life, helping us to grow. Amen. Every time we come to church, gifts ought to be exchanged. Hallelujah. The gift, not it doesn't deal with salvation and sanctification. It deals with service. We are here to service God's word. We're here to service encouragement. We're here to service people who are in the in amen in the doldrums. We're here to tell you it's all going to work out. We're here to tell you great is he that's in you than he that's in the world. We're here to tell you that Jesus is the Christ, Son of the living God. This world has been demonized. This world has been seduced. There's a demon over every continent. Just like there's an angel. Principalities, powers, dominions, and thrones. Are y'all with me? There's a demon assigned to you. You just don't know it yet. He is already bringing you into conflict with the word of God, with the people of God, with the way of God, with the plan of God. Do I have a witness? So real quickly, as as we look at this concept of unity and uh, diversity, and sovereignty of God, very, very interesting that I came to know that all of my life, all of my past was part of God's plan for me before I was called to do ministry. Lord, have mercy. That's why you and I are totally different. God's got a different plan for you. Can I get a witness? God's got a different platform for you. Do I have a witness? Yeah, God's got a different pain for you. Yeah, and much of what we think we need to escape is not from Satan, it's from God. God orders our steps. He personally and providentially places us you're not in St. Matthew's for no accident. You're here because the Lord wants you here. Amen, lights. Amen, lights. And while you're here, God is constantly growing you up in Christ so that you are free and bearing fruit. Do I have a witness? Yeah, this one's tight. Alina, come on up here and let's, uh, come on up, honey. I'll make room for you. Come on. All right. Alina's going to go through the gifts, and I want uh, to the left. Let's, let's start with that. If I can have them on the screens as well, please. Go ahead. All right. The speaking gifts are apostle. All right. Stop. Now, we, we already said, anybody said they're apostle, they're a liar. There are no apostles. They were eyewitnesses of Jesus Christ and commissioned. By Jesus Christ. You've never seen Jesus. I'm tired of folk lying. 
What you say you saw, you ate a pork chop and slept on your back, you ain't seen Jesus. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. The next speaking gift is Pastor Teacher. Pastor uh, is an office. The gifts in the Greek, in the neuter, meaning women and men have seen gifts. A woman evangelist is biblical. Amen? Amen. A, a woman teacher is biblical. That's right. But the offices, there's only two offices, pastor and deacon, First Timothy 3, that's in the masculine. Now, don't get mad at pastor. Just don't, don't get mad at pastor. Because God is not into all this stuff today where a boy don't know he's a boy and a girl don't know he's a girl. And, and God ain't into that. I suffer a, not a woman to teach nor usurp authority over the man. Amen? It's tight. Now, so pastor is an office of overseer, episcopos, scopus to, to look. Amen. Epi over uh, episcopos, presbyteros, benevolent ruler, and uh, the feeder of the flock. Amen. He feeds the flock of God. Amen. Yeah. Uh, and 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 uh, he is the angel of the house. Revelation two and three to the angel. He wasn't talking about angel from heaven. He's talking about pastors, pastor of the church of Ephesus and Pergamos and Sardis and Thyatira, Philadelphia, so forth, so on. But that's an office. Amen. And then the teacher part is the logical compilation of truth in which God gives you the ability to teach and be understood. Amen. There's a lot of great teachers. All these ministers are teachers. A lot of great teachers. We sent 10 pastors out here. They are pastor teachers. Are y'all, are y'all with me? And, and, and in order to teach, we, we've had women up here many times. Awesome teachers. Sister Arnold and Kenya and others. Awesome teachers. And so God gives the gift of teaching. Amen. And it's got to be done in a particular way. You can't look at it as if you're in Hollywood. You ought to be humble. You ought to lay out facts. You ought to challenge people. So pastor, teacher, go ahead, Harry. Next is teacher. Teacher, I've dealt with that. Go ahead. Next is prophecy. Prophecy is a foundational gift, meaning that on a spot you gave a word. Now, prophecy is a foundational gift that's no longer in use. Amen. And we'll deal with that. There are some foundational gifts that God used in the interim that he cut out. Amen. Now, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Exhortation. Exhortation uh, is typically, it's a, it's a speaking gift where people, amen, have the insight not only to build you up, but to rebuke you in the name of Jesus. In love, in love, in love, in love. You tell somebody you need to go home and humble yourself before your wife. That's exaltation. They're, they're giving you some insights 
to what God is showing them. Amen? Go ahead. Honey. Wisdom. Wisdom, amen, are typically counselors. And the gifts of wisdom have extraordinary insights that God gives them in order to minister to the flock. Go ahead. Knowledge. Knowledge. Now, knowledge is going to fade away. Some say, well, he's got a deep, systematic theology. No, we, we would rather call that a measure of faith. At, at the giving of your gifts, God gave you a deep measure of faith, deeper than other people, deeper knowledge than other people. Go ahead. Discernment. Discernment. Amen. No pastors without it. God gives you how to distinguish between good and evil and what voices are speaking. Go ahead. Evangelism. Evangelism is the presentation of the gospel. Amen. Amen. And both men and women can be evangelists. Go ahead. Encouragement. Encouragement. Amen. Edification is to build another up in Christ. Go ahead. Next is the serving gifts. The serving gifts. Go ahead. Giving. Giving. Uh Uh-oh. I know we got a bunch of givers out there, right? Your gift is giving. Amen. And he's specifically talking about giving money. Giving. Some people have a gift of giving. All of us should give. But some people have a gift of giving. Go ahead. Administration and leadership. Administration and leadership can be interchangeable. God helps you to lay things out in a plan in order to perfect order. Go ahead. Mercy. People with the gift of mercy get on my nerves. (laughs) Because when that gift show up, you can't really get angry with anybody. You, you, you You can't go back into your corner. Can I get a witness? The gift of mercy. How many of y'all got the gift of mercy? Amen. Praise you. And we need that gift. Go ahead. Faith. Faith. All of us have foundational faith. But there are some that have an extra measure of faith. They can believe God in the darkest hour. Can I get a witness? Go ahead, Art. Hospitality. Hospitality. We got a hospitality ministry here. They are always available to help out hospitality. Amen. Amen. Go ahead. Government. Government. Amen. Go ahead. Ruling. Excuse me? Ruling. Ruling. Okay. Government and ruling are synonymous. It's the ability to to run a large ship uh, in order without the ship crashing. Go ahead. Missions. Missions. Okay, missions. Missions is going forth with the gospel to foreign lands. Go ahead. Healing. I'm sorry, we're now into the sign gifts. Sign gifts. All right, now these are, the, these were the temporary ones, and, and this may be controversial. It's 18 and 19 gifts. Go ahead. Uh, healing was the first. Healing. Now stop, pause, and park. God is a healer. God can heal anytime he wants to heal. God has not given man a special endowment to heal. Stop buying the white suit lie. 
It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. And, and if you, you, well, I don't know about that. Well, here's what you do. Going up to the hospital, going to ICU, touch people and watch them get, leap off the bed and go home. No. Go ahead. Miracles. Miracles. I dealt with this last week. You and I are not performing miracles. Miracles is something outside of nature. Amen? Well, I can go down Atlantic City and look at the sea and say, split, so I can walk through. And the shark could be there, come on in. No. You don't have the gift of of miracles. Or go to a graveyard at night and call on the dead and see if they get up. They ain't getting up. Do I have a witness? Go ahead. Lastly, we have tongues. Tongues, glossolalia in the Greek is languages uh, spoken of in, 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 in Acts 2 where everybody from all over the earth was there for Pentecost and heard the gospel in their own language by ignorant fishermen who never been to school. There is a meditative tongue when we get to 1 Corinthians 14, but Paul says don't do that publicly unless you have an interpreter do I have a witness and and Paul said I would rather you prophesy speak clear language than to speak in a tongue and the Bible says tongues shall cease well wait a minute preacher when did they cease well there are 20 books after 1 Corinthians no more mention of tongues and, 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 and so when that which is perfect is come, telling us that which is in part shall be done away with. All right. Are you finished, darling? That's all? I didn't know you sat down. Okay. Praise the Lord. In the name of Jesus. So, 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 so God wants us to understand the problem. With the gifts. I watch teachers very closely. And you can tell the ones. That are doing. Utilizing the gifts the right way. It's not about them. It's about the Lord. Amen. And if I go to the marriage class. Or the counseling class. You best believe. They're going to say something. That I need. To keep my marriage intact. Not just from your experiences. And exposures. But. From the education of the word of God. That everything we do ought to be in humility. Everything we do ought to be. Amen. With a sense of perseverance. I'm going to keep on keeping on. When all hell is breaking out. I've made my mind up that no weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. Can I get a witness? And so what Paul does, he emphasizes the unity of the spirit, amen, the diversity, the Godhead is independent yet interdependent. 
Every attribute that belongs to God the Father belongs to Jesus. Every attribute that belongs to Jesus belongs to the Holy Spirit. One God manifests himself in three persons. Can I get a witness? And so God has gifted you to feed his people. With the word, with wisdom, amen. And God has given you the wherewithal, listen, amen, in order for people to grow, be guided, clean their lives up, do what's right, amen. We do not follow this world system. We follow the word. That word have I hid in my heart that I might not what? Sin against thee. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. Thy word is a light unto my path. Thy word, thy word is forever. Lord have mercy. Forever settled in heaven. That word. So one of the things that we see this morning with these pneumaticos, the Holy Spirit. And, 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 and I, need to, I need to say this. It took years for me to let go of certain sins. It took years for me to grow in grace. It took years for me to give my all to the body of Christ. The body, the body of Christ, the body of Christ. And St. Matthew's is going back to the word. So all of you that don't know your gift or not utilizing your gift or just sitting, it is not God's will for you. So here's what the Lord does. When we don't hear him, hear his word, when we don't obey him, God moves to a disruption clause to get our attention. Do I have a witness? And if he interrupts you in the right areas, you'll run back up in here. Do I have a witness? We're under the blood of Jesus. So the problem, Lord have mercy, are all my influences, the problem. The problem. Hmm. My problem is that I want to live a life of so-called freedom. I don't want others telling me what to do. So I'm listening to a whole bunch of junk every day on the radio. I'm watching a whole bunch of junk at night that's not of God. And Satan is using it to disrupt your spiritual life. Mm. Yeah. And uh, the historical stuff is with all of us. I have historical stuff going on. My mom, dad, three brothers in glory, but I still got historical stuff going on. Do I have a witness? I had Sister Gordon go online and look for a white cap. 
Couldn't find it. My house was white cap. And the roaches had their capes and they would say, please, 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 please. That white cat was a monster diet. Are y'all, y'all praying with me? You know, I tell my kids, they come over and they sit at the counter and they want to they eat. I said, no, 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 go wash your hands. I did wash my hands. Okay, sit down. We don't eat standing up. And you and I don't like dishes in my sink. Wash them dishes. Do I have a witness? Disinfect this counter. It's old school. It's old school. We are influenced. We are inflicted with the historical stuff. And we are bouncing all over the place. Why won't God speak to me? He's already spoken to you. That part of John 15, which is not salvation, it's works. Contextually, is there's a cleanup and your prayers get answered. When you bear much fruit. And if you bear in fruit, God may hurt you. He may help you to bear more fruit. Lord have mercy. Now your your wife and your husband, y'all got different gifts. Do I have a witness? You know, y'all got different gifts. You see things out of different eyes. You're there for a different reason. But because we are in denial and so full of pride, we think we are the ultimate. We're not the ultimate. We're sinners. Saved by grace. Barely saved. By grace. So you ought to be serving the Lord. Pastor, what can I do for you? I just need you to pray for me. Okay, I'm praying. Serve the Lord. But finally, not only did we see the problem with this carnal church and the placement that God is sovereign in where he places you, but the power, the praise, and the perseverance. As gifts to the body, summa, as gifts are being utilized and shared, we come away with a persuasion that no matter what I'm facing, the Lord is in control. No matter what I'm going through, the Lord is going to bring me out. No matter what Satan throws at me, I've got the victory. Do I have a witness? And I have, listen, We are unified, diversified. And the sovereignty of God kicks in. It kicks in, doesn't it? That God has gifted you and me to serve the body. 
the body. The body. We have all those different classes downstairs. Discipleship. We have all those different classes that youth, mighty men. Uh, we have all those different classes down there. They, they're there to, hallelujah, bring about edification. Edification. So pay attention to your causes. Pay attention to your connectivity. Pay attention to your commitments. I am connected to the power source. The power of God is going to put me where God wants me to be. How God wants me to function. Do I have a weakness? The perseverance of God says no matter what comes at me, I'm more than a conqueror. Through him who loved us, I can do all things. Through Christ who keeps on strengthening me. Are you with me? What gifts do you have and how are you using them? This choir sings and serves. The ushers serve. The money counters serve. But some of us are just sitting. We need to stop sitting and serve. And when you serve, the Lord opens up his ears to your prayers. Do I have a witness? Serve your husband, serve your wives, serve your children, but serve the church. The ecclesia. Serve the church. not what you can do for your country. It's not what your country can do for you. It's what you can do for your country. This self-centeredness. There were pastors that would not come to preach to certain churches unless they were guaranteed $100,000. Freely you have received, freely give. Those gifts are not yours. Those gifts are for you to build up Others. Can I get a witness? And when I come forth, I'll be like pure gold. And whatever you're going through, keep looking up. Jesus is a doctor in a sick room. He is a lawyer in a courtroom. He's a bridge over troubled waters. If you know your gift, raise your hand. Keep your hand up. My question is, why aren't you using them? If you don't know your gift, raise your hand. We're going to help you out. Can I get a witness? Unity, diversity, God's sovereignty. Let's stay on our feet. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed, if you're here this morning, you're not saved, you're not sure if you're saved, you want to be saved, just raise your hand. Raise your hand. Be honest with God. 
It starts right here. Jesus is Lord. He died for your sins, was buried, and rose again. Is there one? Just raise your hand. Is there one? All right. Come on up. Praise his name. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. Come on up. Right here. Thank you. Is there another? Is there another? Step out. The Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. Oh, Lord. I've been running on full octane because of the Holy Spirit in me, in spite of me. Say in spite of me. In spite of me, he's been flowing in me. He's been edifying around me. Don't get slick with God. Don't misuse or abuse your spiritual gifts. Seek his face while he may be found. Romans 4, Ephesians 4, Ephesians, uh, 1 Corinthians 12 through 14, and uh, Romans 12. When you, when you begin to look at these matter gifts, God has gifted you. Amen. We're all different. Aren't we diversified? Come on now. But we should be unified. Your problem is my problem. Your prayer is my prayer. Do I have a witness? I'm going to ask Brother Arnold to come down. God bless you. Thanks for coming up. Praise the Lord. That's all right. You cry, baby. You cry. It's good crying. Good crying. Let's stay on our feet. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor! You need a correct connection with the Holy Spirit. And here's what the Holy Spirit will do. He will not only give you perseverance and power, He'll give you peace. And the peace that passes all understanding will keep your hearts and minds. Fill those cards out. I expect 500 people next week to jump into their gifts. We love you. Have a great day. Jesus love you. because I've been a member here for over 20 years and pastor brings the word every Sunday. Ministry here is for the entire being. Uh, I love the way it touches the mind, the body, and the soul. Uh, we have women's ministries. Welcome to our world. I've gone to several churches before and the truth that pastor preaches about the word, his leadership and his vision is just pure. Welcome to our world. 
We'll keep me coming back to St. Matthews is the youth program. They continuously put effort into the young, into the young mentors. Welcome to our world. Bienvenidos a nuestro mundo.